Welcome back, listeners, to Lost in Hyperspace. We've had a bit of a longer gap since our last episode, and with good reason. If you look at our Facebook and Twitter page, as well as our website, SurrealistPictures.com, you'll notice that we have just recently expanded over to the iTunes platform. So for those of you just joining us from there, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Brad Christensen, and we've got a very exciting episode for you today. Episode 5, Psychological Issues and Filmmaking. So this episode will be another solo episode, and we'll explore a topic that relates to me as well as a lot of other artists and filmmakers personally. Many films have been around that have dealt with psychological issues, such as Memento, The Three Faces of Eve, Black Swan, Rain Man, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Fight Club, Psycho, Vertigo, and many more. It seems like film almost has an obsession with psychological issues, and with good reason, because psychology is an essential element of being human, and has a great deal to do with how we perceive the world. However, many of the filmmakers themselves also suffer from issues such as anxiety and depression. I personally struggle with anxiety, a side effect of which is depression. In my personal case, the anxiety that I deal with also comes with obsessive-compulsive disorder, which I feel has helped me in a lot of ways with detail, in writing, and editing. I've always felt that OCD, along with anxiety, if channeled the right way, can help my work rather than hurt it. When you have a project you can devote your attention to, you go flying, but when you have too much free time, it starts to upset you because you come down from that anxiety high and slump into depression. For me, I'm always looking for things to do, and I think that that helps to alleviate a lot of the symptoms of my anxiety. And I think a lot of filmmakers have similar issues that they deal with and have to overcome in their own projects. Before I decided I wanted to become a filmmaker, I attended Rochester Institute of Technology with the goal of getting a degree in biotechnology. I struggled with the calculation aspect of my degree, as I have always struggled with numbers due to a learning difference. I say difference because learning disability is used too often to describe a way of learning that doesn't conform to societal standards. Needless to say, biotechnology wasn't for me. And when I finally decided to return to my childhood love of all things film and photography related, I had found my passion. Today, though, upon doing some research for this episode, I found out that I wasn't the only filmmaker who had struggles with anxiety. Lars von Trier, who suffers from several phobias, including a fear of flying, Orson Welles, Stanley Kubrick, Cecil B. DeMille, John Ford, and Warner Herzog all have some form of OCD, with DeMille and Welles being described as quite mad by the people that they work with. <laughs> Many celebrities also struggle with psychological issues as well. Leonardo DiCaprio, Lena Dunham, Gillian Anderson, and Jessica Chastain, just to name a few, have spoken about mental health issues. So how does dealing with mental health issues help and hurt you as a filmmaker? Well, I've always felt like anxiety, it doesn't allow you to be lazy. Your mind is always working and looking for something to do, which allows you to tackle an insane amount of work at once. Also, anxiety gives you focus and perseverance as well as that energetic boost to get through the workday and pursue all of your creative ideas. Depression, on the other hand, can work for or against you. When I am depressed, I retreat into my own thoughts, which can either have good or bad results. 
Sometimes I will imagine these beautiful places or situations that provide a great backdrop for a story to cheer myself up. Other times I will think about sad or depressing stories that speak to the emotions I am feeling. And sometimes you will just want to rest and not do anything, which is where depression begins to work against you. Either way, as an artist, the most important thing you can do is channel those emotions into something. Whenever I am working on a project or taking the emotions that I'm feeling and and putting them into something, it helps to alleviate the symptoms. That's not to say, though, that the combination of anxiety or depression will always be made to work in your favor. It's not always something that you can channel easily. For me, if I feel like something is wrong with me physically, for example, I get sick or I feel a pain somewhere it shouldn't be, I jump to the worst possible conclusion and have a difficult time shaking that feeling of impending doom. The depression causes you to jump to the worst case scenario and the anxiety keeps you fixated on the problem. So why do the arts attract so many people who have mental health issues? Well, it is my belief that we seek relief from our own issues by creating worlds that exist outside of ourselves. And this kind of goes back to the topic of escapism that I discussed in an earlier episode about world building. We want to get out of ourselves. We want to experience things that don't relate to the thoughts that we're thinking or the person that we are. And I think that varies from person to person because sometimes people create music, or for me, by writing or working with actors to help them express the emotions that are needed for a specific piece of work. And I think that that's really important. I think that as artists, we do share that in common. We have we have visions of things. We have ways of dealing with emotional things and putting them into something. So, What does this have to do with film? Well, as for films about mental health, I think that in a way it makes characters relatable to both the writer and the audience. Even if not everyone suffers from constant mental health issues, we can all relate to a point in our lives where we experience those feelings. After all, isn't the point of acting to convey a character's emotions to an audience so that they can relate and be brought further into the story? Debatable statement. But many of the great performances have that in common. If the acting is bad and the emotions aren't being portrayed accurately, it is more difficult to relate to those particular characters. So that's all about acting and characters. You know, we relate to characters who are dealing with issues, whether those be mental health issues, personal issues, or situational issues. But going back to the topic of creativity and mental illness... I think mental illness in other forms encourages a form of divergent thinking because it represents a different way of viewing the world than from the mainstream. Different mental states can produce different ideas, and people with textbook mental issues and psychological illnesses experience the world differently and thus are not suited for the types of jobs that require more practical thought. That's not to say people who have mental issues aren't practical, they just have a different way of handling some of those practical issues than people who don't have that way of thinking. And that is the thing about working in film. 
many of the types of thoughts that you have to come up with as a director or writer many times don't come from practical thinking. You can always come back to practical thinking as an approach for handling something, but you still have that divergent level of thinking to produce different ideas. And then there are some mental health issues, which almost aren't issues at all when it comes to a filmmaking career. I mean, OCD, I consider to be nothing but an asset. When you can look at the details in something and analyze it so everything is just as you expect it to be, it helps to add that extra layer of perfection that can add to the success of a project. And having a mental illness or a psychological disorder is not anything to be ashamed of. Especially now, because the world is also becoming much more transparent regarding mental health issues. The stigmas that previously surrounded issues such as anxiety, depression, and other mental health disorders are going away, and many people are coming forward to talk about their struggles. When I was young, I was diagnosed with ADD. At the time, I considered it to be a weakness, something that kept me behind from all the other kids in school. As I got into college and eventually graduated, I instead found it as a source of strength. As I have always said about writing good characters, nobody wants the goody-two-shoes characters that go through life and have nothing ever happen to them. People want dilemma and conflict that reflects the human condition. This weekend, I had the opportunity to take a short vacation with a very good friend of mine and go around New York City. I'd been into New York City many, many times, but I must say that this trip involved more walking than the usual ones. Well, anyway, while we were there, we saw a couple plays on Broadway, and every show we saw was awesome in one way or another because of conflict. We saw Miss Saigon, where the main character had the conflict of separation and the pain and anguish at not being able to spend her life with her love because he has found someone else during their time apart. Kinky Boots is all about acceptance and finding your own path in life to do what you want in your own way. The play that goes wrong is all about the struggle of acting and managing all of the hardships that go along with putting on a production and the hilarious failure that results when things don't go according to plan. By the way, for my Broadway friends, if you want a play to see, go and see the play that goes wrong. It is hilarious. You will spend the whole time there laughing your ass off and your sides will hurt, guaranteed, by the end of the play. Anyway, (laughs) the last play that we saw was Chicago, which is all about fame and using past mistakes and horrible misdeeds to propel to stardom. So going through all those plays and thinking about some of my favorite movies you can draw a parallel between conflict and excitement and plot. I mean, if you have, like I said before, good character writing is all about struggle. If the character is happy and has nothing wrong, where's the story? I mean, I suppose you could have a character that has problems like, oh my God, how am I going to get all these dishes in the dishwasher? Or, um, I don't know, like, Got to get that lawn mowed or, oh my God, the car broke down. But anyway, all those by themselves are not stories unless you add some type of um, personal struggle. And that's where I think that people with quote unquote psychological issues have an easier time grasping those kind of things. And I think that with mental health, 
And that's that's and I and I truly do believe this. I mean, mental health struggles, I believe, they also create a sense of empathy that allows writers to get inside the mind of other struggling characters and to write compelling stories around them. So I think all I can say for those struggling with mental health issues, both in the film industry and elsewhere, is find something you enjoy to channel your energy into, and it is the best feeling in the world, whether that be exercise or creative writing, and even podcasting. Thanks for listening. If you have any feedback or discussion on this subject, please be sure and leave your comments on the Surrealist Pictures SoundCloud page. You can now also find us on iTunes and listen directly from the Surrealist Pictures website. Also, please be sure and share our podcast on Facebook and Twitter, plus like and follow us for the latest updates.